0: Are Rick and Morty going to force McDonald's to bring back that sweet, sweet Szechuan sauce? And so what if I don't want to put my butter in the fridge? That's my business, not yours. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Menu Podcast. This is a podcast about food news. More specifically, food that is newsworthy. And news that is food-worthy. As always, I'm joined by my good friend Josh Elkin, live and direct from Los Angeles. My name is David Huff. I'm here in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Josh, say hello to our international, intercontinental
1: podcast. What up, inter-friends, everyone on the intercoasts and interwebs. My name is Josh Elkin, and this is the Menu Podcast, Dave. I am obviously fired up about the roundup that we have for this week's news. Yeah, It's going to be really fun, man. It's really, it's really important
0: really to note that without this podcast, neither of us, well, That's not true. That I don't have a lifeline to the food news world. Uh, As much as this is a brush-up for everybody that's listening or uh, watching, uh, listening at soundcloud.com slash themenupodcast or watching at youtube.com slash thejoshelkin or who happened to catch it live at twitch.tv slash liquorsauce. Take all those links in. Um, As much as it is a a brush-up for me, I hope it'll be a brush-up for you because I need this in
1: my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like you need food every day to survive, yeah. the same goes for the food news that we provide. Yeah. Hey, that's, I just, an I just wait, that's an interesting that. way. That's a really interesting way
0: to think about it, Josh. You yeah, know, like food. It. It's like there's food, and like there's air, and like, uh, yeah, that's it. And water. You know. Yeah. Which and like I news. would almost just lump it in the same in the same category as food. But if you don't know the background and the history of that food, I mean, what's the point of even eating? You're blowing Except it. Except stay alive. Basically what you're saying. Yeah. So let's just get into our first topic here, Josh. What do you say? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. So for those of you that don't know, um, creators Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon, in association with Adult Swim, decided to pull a reverse April Fool's. Really one of the dopest moves I've ever seen in television history. What they went and did is they surprised everybody by actually releasing the first episode of season three of the television show, the hit television show, uh, Richard and Mortimer. That's not what it's called. It's called Rick and Morty. Yep. And if you haven't watched it, you're really making a terrible mistake. Not just the episode, but the show itself. Josh, have you watched it? Don't answer that. Okay. And I don't want people to know if it happens to be a no. I don't want to take the chance. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Good. Um, It was fantastic. Now, in the episode, Josh, uh, spoilers, Rick goes through this whole elaborate memory, uh, uh, revisiting of a a memory that's deep in his brain. And it takes him back to a glorious time uh, around the release of Disney's film Mulan, in which McDonald's did a promotional a promotional, uh, I don't know, like a little PR spot, a little PR stunt, and released a Szechuan sauce for their chicken McNuggets. Which sounds so good, by the way. Right? Yeah.
1: Let's I, get into want, that. I want McNuggets Let's get into right that.
0: now. Let's get into that in a second. But the main okay. theme of the episode ends up becoming the Szechuan sauce. More importantly, it's alluded to that... that Justin Roiland and p- perhaps Dan Harmon, if they're both equally passionate about this Szechuan sauce, will pursue unlimited seasons of Rick and Morty. They even suggested, like, 97 years of Rick and Morty in order to acquire or 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 to convince McDonald's to bring back Szechuan <laughs> sauce.
1: Yeah, now, uh, personally, I don't remember any type of Sichuan sauce, but... You know, being in Canada at the time, we always got the short end of the stick when it came to fast food Yes yeah, Now, always. apparently this has been gone and not around for 15 to 20 years. Yeah, just, and, just know, shy of 20 years. I think it was 1998. Yeah, 98, which is interesting because McDonald's these days has been, like, amplifying their menu, you know, making different size Big Macs, geographic, yeah. different geographical uh, uh, menu items like spaghetti being in the uh, Philippines, why wouldn't they come out with more than just barbecue and sweet and sour sauce, Dave? Like those staples.
0: With the rise of popular, um, uh, you know, fast food chains, uh, such as like, uh, Panda Express, that, that place is really popular. Uh, you would think that in order to try and compete, they would offer some kind of fast food equivalent in sauce at McDonald's, at least. Yeah. Now, I'm assuming it just tastes like if you were to to go and get like a like a General So's chicken, right? I mean, I'm assuming that's what the sauce tastes like, like something like that.
1: Well, that brings me to to my next point. Our our buddy um, over at Binging with Babish, your, your boy, Babish, <laughs> your boy, he recreated the sauce, uh, which is which basically is like sweet chili sauce mixed with sriracha. That's what and I they, and, they, and and, and like a little bit of
0: those um those uh, szechuan Seishu- peppercorns. peppercorns. How do you pronounce it? Yeah. Is it szechuan, sechuan, Szechuan? Szechuan? I don't know one of
1: those things. It's one of those things.
0: It's one of those things.
1: Yeah. Um I Let's only
0: just
1: call recently How about <laughs> <Yeah>. that? The, <laughs> the I like, sauce. I like the zhe. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you said before. Szech <laughs> You're like, Zay Schwan. Zay
0: Schwan. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I imagine it's like sweet and spicy. I mean, that's what they kill. And and uh, in order to recreate it, Babish, in his he does three versions. One that's a recipe submitted by a Redditor, and then he does his own take on it. And then he combines McDonald's barbecue sauce and sweet and sour sauce. And he said it was pretty close, and I believe him. Then he mixed all three together like a complete psychopath, and he said he also really enjoyed that too. Um, yeah. It's all delicious. I love a good dipping I think that, sauce. That's the thing. That's what I wanted to get to is there's all this crazy obsession with the Zay Schwan sauce, primarily because uh, Rick and Morty just convinced our brains that this is what we need. Yeah, so much so yeah. that McDonald's is actually now uh, considering bringing it back. But my point yeah. is, at the end of the day, it's almost like, I mean, all McDonald's sauces are so similar. They're all pretty much yeah. the same thing
1: with a slight variation. In a way. In a way, the the interesting thing here is, in my opinion, is cartoons dictating popular culture once again. Absolutely.
0: Right. Well, just just any television programming. I mean, but yes, in specific one that is so far removed from reality, like Rick and Morty is just such an out there show. You would really not assume that they would have such pull that they could convince McDonald's to rethink a product that has been long dormant.
1: Well that's just the world we live in and that's why you know shows like Feast of Fiction and Binging with Babbage are, are so yeah. popular because we the viewer want to live vicariously through the fictional shows that we enjoy so much, right so precisely fuck I would be down with this. I mean I I really, there's a, there's a 50% chance that I go and get chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Right, <laughs> right after this.
0: The yeah. the barbecue sauce, oh, my favorite is sweet and sour sauce. It almost always yeah. has been. And I know I that that might be a bit of a weird move. I know that some people really like honey. A lot other people really like barbecue sauce. I really feel like if you were to mix all three of those together, you would probably get an incredible sauce. Um, but the sweet and sour sauce has always held a special place in my heart. Um, I've always here- felt that the, that the chicken McNugget is so perfectly... Uh, I've, I think I've said this on this, on this uh, show before. The chicken McNugget is so perfectly shit that it's delicious. But yeah. I would almost be down with taking any of the McDonald's sauces and applying them to like my own proper fried chicken. You know, go out and get a nice, get some nice, maybe even some wings. Get like a proper chicken, good quality, none of that chicken paste that's formed into the boot shape and covered with their super thick batter. Make your own. I feel like that's gonna—that's really the move, because their sauces are—I mean, that's just a sauce, right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty much just a sauce. But here's something to think about. I don't know if you ever remember this, and I don't know if any of our listeners or viewers remember this, but they used to have hot mustard. I do remember
0: hot mustard. So that maybe there was re- a bit I, of hot mustard in there. Was it like—no, it wasn't a Dijon. It was
1: almost—actually, it, almost, was, no, it actually was, was on its way. It was close to being a Dijon, but— it didn't have that pungency. It had more of like a. It was more of a sauce than a like a dijon to me is more pasty than saucy. Right. Yeah. And this was more of a sauce than a paste. This the hot mustard at uh, at McDonald's. I don't know what yeah, they would mustard, do with that. M-
0: mustards typically have like almost like a grit. Let's check yeah. McDonald's hot mustard.
1: And I think at some places it came in the same container as as the sweet and sour and barbecue sauce, and in other places it came in like a ketchup packet. Was, I think it, it still exists
0: in some place, Josh. Some places. Second. I think it still exists. But I would yeah, love they do they call it that that's fun, the yeah. thing is they called it a hot mustard sauce. Right. Oh, I don't know if they do still have it. I think there's just some people that are that are stockpiling it? it. No, they're stockpiling it. They like years ago went and acquired it and they're just sitting on it. Waiting for the apocalypse. And you know, they're not wrong. And this is another point about the Rick and Morty Zechuan sauce, which I just... I need it now in my life. I really need it. Zechuan. This cartoon convinced me that I needed it. Um, People that still have packets at home, they're fetching hundreds of dollars.
1: For the Zechuan packets?
0: Hundreds of dollars. Now, I'm going to go on eBay real quick. And I just want to check... Szechuan sauce. It's already in the auto compl- auto complete because people are checking it like lunatics. No, see, there's this is their they're starting off. The, oh, twenty thousand
1: dollars. <laughs> Yo, relax, calm yourself. Thirty-one bids. That's ridiculous. This can't be real. Dave, we went somewhere years ago, and this guy. Sorry, this guy has good
0: positive feedback. It's real. Three it's days legit. left on the on on this, and the pictures. One picture is the sauce being dipped. It's like a bad picture, still image from from the commercial, and the other image is a crazy picture of Rick. Hmm. Twenty thousand dollars U.S. The Thirty-one bids. Can I go look at the bid history? Yeah, I can. Wow,
1: it's real. So this there's a, there's a guy. Oh, I see it. I see it.
0: This can't. Ninety-eight. There's no way it works. This can't be. This can't be real. No. I mean, and and the people bidding, they have, they have stars. Like they're real people. As recent as recent as a couple of hours ago, somebody bid twenty thousand dollars one hundred. What twenty thousand one hundred dollars? I bet you it's McDonald's themselves. They're like nah. (laughs) We can't let this get out there. We need the recipe again. Somebody's selling. Picture <laughs> for, for $1.69. <laughs> Here's Zechuan teriyaki dipping sauce, $10. bucks. Tw- 2 days left. You know that's going to skyrocket. So like $11. spicy teriyaki 50.
1: sauce, that sounds about right. 20 bucks.
0: This one's actually got the Mulan branding on it for 10 bucks. Ooh. Man, I can't believe this. I can't believe that something so silly as a joke in a television show would... Make this real. Here's a hundred bucks. Here's another. This is just a photograph of a photograph with bids on it for 520 bucks. <laughs> There's knockoffs for 60 bucks. I, I I just, I'm blown away. I'm totally yeah, blown away that this is the world that we live in.
1: I think it's awesome. I think that it's really cool that a TV show like that can dictate what McDonald's does with themselves. I really do. And I just, just want to know the sicko that's at home like, you know what? I'm going to be the one.
0: I'm going to be me. the one to buy this sauce. And even if I have to spend $20,000, I'm going to be the one to get this sauce. I think it's cool. Just so that I could say that it was me. <laughs> but but here's the thing with that person. Throughout history, they are notoriously forgotten. Like, think of all the people. You remember the people that spent like $300,000 on a Beanie Baby back in the day?
1: Yeah, I knew people oh. like that. But, the, it, I mean, Beanie Babies and... Little mini football helmets, you, you know what I mean? Pogs, like, Pogs back in the day. I'm sure like, Pogs, you know, it's just, exactly. To a
0: certain extent, uh, Magic the Gathering cards. Now people do that yeah. too, but eventually, that's just there. That's you know, that's just gonna just gonna cool down. It's gonna blow over unless Rick and Morty actually goes in on nine years, nine seasons, or 97 years of Zayshwan sauce, which would be very impressive. It would be. Well, that takes us to our next topic, Josh. Indeed. Los pop up, pop up, los, los pop up hermanos. Now, why don't you take it away? So, so for all. (laughs) By the way, you sounded like, you sounded like kind of deflated. Like, ah, come on, not this.
1: No, actually, I'm (laughs) I'm down with this. There's a there's a few I have a few reservations about this topic. First of all, for all those who don't know. Uh, Breaking Bad, a very successful uh, drama on AMC, about very drugs. Very successful, super successful super, about super drugs. Successful. Uh, Is it
0: the most successful show about drugs ever? Show the Wire. The Wire. The Wire.
1: But the Wire was more less about drugs, more about crime. Also, general. I can't help but feel in like
0: function. this the, the Breaking Bad was probably more popular when it comes to drugs.
1: I think you're right. Breaking Bad's probably the most successful drug TV show in the history of drug TV shows. But I tell you,
0: when I'm done this when we're done this podcast, I'm gonna go crunch the numbers. Okay. You do that.
1: But in the show, there's a significant part, I don't want to give anything away in case no, someone's been not spoil it for the past decade, but there's a restaurant in the show called Los Poyos Hermanos, which is basically the El Chicken Pollo Brothers. Loco. Yeah. Same thing as El Pollo Loco yeah which is a very popular southern california uh chicken mexican chicken restaurant and this is a fictional uh restaurant run by a character named gus fring where they sell you know chicken and curly fries and salads and what have you
0: chicken and chicken related food items
1: indeed so the show Breaking Bad had ended and they came out with a spin-off show called Better Call Saul and in helps to promote the 3rd season of Better Call Saul they the creators of the show have been making pop-up restaurants of Los Pollos Hermanos all around the country i think it started in Texas
0: and there's now one that's going to be downtown LA
1: it was last week actually it oh, it's in- done already yeah it's done and Crazy. this, like this, everyone needed to needed to go to this. Yeah, they no doubt. To Go check out Los Pueblos Hermanos. Now, here's the thing: it's a chicken restaurant, and they didn't sell any chicken there. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a few reasons. One, I think that it had to do with the health code. I think that when you're dealing with restaurants and selling food and serving food, there's so many different ramifications that come into play that when you just want to put it up for a couple of days, it doesn't make any sense. So the, what they did to avoid that is they were only selling curly fries. You mean to tell me that you've got to get a chicken license in order to sell chicken? I, I, I think it has something to do with that. I really do because and, it doesn't and say and in the a article lot of people were pissed at. off about it, by the way, a lot of people were pissed off about it.
0: Yeah, well, you're calling it the Chicken Brothers, and you would expect to get chicken there because in the show all they did was eat chicken there, and he said all you can get was curly fries and merch. Yeah,
1: now they were delicious. Don't get me wrong, they were friggin' delicious curly fries. I oh, had you went. No, my buddy, uh, you might you know Michael Food with Michael. Yeah. Shout out to Food with Michael. We yeah. went we went for lunch, and he had just come from there and brought me uh,
0: a little satchel. Los of, chicken uh, chicken fries. fries.
1: Now, Ooh. I know a lot of people were so pissed off being like, how can you come up with a chicken pop-up and not serve any chicken there? But you're missing the point. Like, they're just trolling these people. They're missing yeah. the total point. The point is is that they the creators of the show did this to create buzz for this new series, which I think it did. And beyond Absolutely. everything— Absolutely. Here we are talking about it. Exactly. We're talking about it. All these food people, all these social influencers— Flocked there, including me or not including me, but including Michael, who then hit me up and I took the picture. Of course, Shit, you did. That picture did so good on my Instagram. Are you kidding me? It's a me? great picture of
0: fries. Well, I'm actually gonna go look at your Instagram right now. I want to see that yeah,
1: picture. I that. And um, I think it was cool. I think that the their job, like the mission that they set, marketing to complete. They did it. Now oh here's wow!
0: Yeah, this is a great looking picture, and these are great looking fries. I'm going to show everybody that's watching live or watching the video. This is Josh's Instagram picture of curly fries. They look like tremendous curly fries, although they do look like they may be store bought, just dropped in the deep fryer.
1: It's very possible, but that's okay. Tight, it's a right? pop up shop. One, the tight one makes you feel that way. That little is tight that a curl. pin? Is that a pin that you got with it, or is that it is? it's a sticker. That's so you cool. get a little sticker that says I, you know, like proof so yeah. no one like rips it all. I did. I mean, look, I think it was pretty cool. I, I really do. I it's think cool, that whatever it's more
0: it's more an elaborate ruse. Once again, it's a ruse. It's a marketing ruse.
1: Yeah, it is. But they they did the job. They really did. Now, here's a quick question for you, Dave. Hit me, do bro. You get, are you offended? by the fact that they didn't sell any chicken, or do you understand the, the the gain of marketing here?
0: Well, I mean, I understand the gain of marketing, and they did it, and they did exactly what they were supposed to do, uh, and it worked, so they're probably really happy, and they probably don't care what somebody like my opinion uh, Is in my opinion, probably doesn't matter to them at all. But I will say that if you are going to try and recreate something from as popular a show as Breaking Bad, something that holds such a special place in people's hearts, then you better be authentic. And to not serve chicken, I think, is shitting on the authenticity of or the sort of the um, the the feelings that it stirs up in people's hearts. Uh, Los Poyos Hermanos, what what it what it does to people, you know, and I think that um, I think that there lies a bit of the problem. It's like, sure, from a marketing standpoint, they did a great job. They got away with it. Uh, they're probably really happy, and people are more people are going to watch Better Call Saul on Friday nights at 9 p.m. only on AMC. I actually don't know that. I'm just I'm just saying that just for fun. But but, but like think uh, about but it. I, but, but in terms of like the actual Los Poyos Hermanos and what it means to me, um, I'd be a little sad. I am a little sad. I'd be lying okay. if I said I wasn't a little sad.
1: Now, put yourself in position of someone who is like waiting in line for to go in. Now, it says that they were selling French fries and some merch, which means they were probably selling some hats and t-shirts and whatnot. It takes a long time to fry chicken. So yeah. imagine standing in line waiting for fried chicken. That would be a terrible experience, whereas French fries, it's like boom, bang, you're done. Yeah, sure.
0: I mean, I, I don't think I would get into the line if I knew that it was exclusively French fries. That's just me. I, I might have, if a pop-up shop were to be were to pop up and be like, yeah, we have fried chicken here. I mean, also because in Montreal, there's very few quality fried chicken restaurants. Yeah, no uh, if a place like this was to pop up and be like, yeah, we've got fried chicken, then I would get in line. Especially because it's Los Pollos Hermanos. If not only just for the, uh, for the Instagram pic, for sure. But if sure. I knew that it was only French fries, I would not get in that line. So to anybody I'm that sure got so. in that line thinking, "Hey, I want, I want chicken," you know, shame on you. You made the mistake. Yeah, they of fu- not doing they the fu- research them. first. They messed you up every time. You got to do your research first. Listen, cool, cool for them. I'm, ex- I like the idea of uh, of pop up shops that come from your favorite television shows. Yeah. Uh, I would certainly. Uh, I mean, like, what other what other pop up shops could you go check out that are from your favorite television show?
1: Imagine like a soprano. I'm dating myself here, but sopranos. Yeah, do it. Bada yeah, bing. Going, to
0: the, going to the bada bing.
1: I would go yeah. to pop up bada bing any day. <laughs> that's a that's a right?
0: perfect example. Yeah, totally, absolutely. So yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm down with this idea. I just would love them to execute it a little bit better and stay true to the brand that they created. Like they did it. They invented Los Pollos Hermanos.
1: Well, apparently uh apparently there was a pop-up in austin texas and apparently they sold chicken i'm not quite sure here oh that's so
0: funny so maybe it was just like the los angeles or the california uh chicken guidelines
1: dude that's probably a thing seriously because
0: they had the the chicken brothers mascots there too roaming around so that'd be pretty cool maybe i'd go like uh go like take a picture get a picture of like uh of like uh like walter white get the chickens to sign it (laughs) that'd be pretty cool right I'll make for a good time.
1: So I'm just researching here. They had a pop-up, a Breaking Bad pop-up in Austin, Texas. The entire menu. Oh, that's cool. No, here. Eater took a tour of the Austin outpost, wandering around the bright and bold yellow, blue, and red building. was erected within the parking lot of the Colorado and West 5th Street. Staffers donned red visors and aprons and yellow shirts as they dished out food to guests, taking advantage of the tables and red and blue booths. The entire menu from Ranchero's Plates... Breakfast tacos, burritos, burgers, and other New Mexico dishes were displayed behind the counter. Uh, although fried we're chicken wasn't on the menu, the pop-ups were just showing it off. Fries, a cup of water and three dipping sauces. Got it. Wait, wait, a cup of water? You don't even—they
0: didn't even have a soda license. A <laughs> <No> soda license. <laughs> I didn't know you Strongest needed so many licenses. Real, man. man, having having a restaurant is stressful. Seriously. Really stressful. No wonder Gus Rain was so such a successful man. Yeah, he killed it with all those locations.
1: Fake the funk on that one.
0: Well, that brings us to our next uh, topic of discussion, which I think is an important one, um, and it's cool because it's also about a fast food location. But this one is a little bit closer to home, Josh, because you, you and you and Jack in the Box have been known to tango from time to time.
1: Yeah, I've been known to drive through the Jack in the Box. Running through, in fact. Shameless plug. Running through. Jack in the Box offers late night delivery in partnership with yet another food delivery service, DoorDash.
0: So everybody seems to be getting on board with a company that'll just do the delivery for you. I wonder if it was Jack in the Box reaching out to DoorDash or if it was DoorDash hitting up Jack in the Box and being like, yo, we got this plan. It's going to be great. Trust us.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was DoorDash that I was like, yo, I got you. I got you, J.I.B. These guys, they're
0: going to select Jack in the Box locations in select cities, and as I'm sure they continue to roll it out. Jack in the Box will be delivered to your doorstep as late as 3 a.m.
1: What? That's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, and I just—I don't, don't know if you know this, but Jack in the Box is, and I'm not just saying this because I did a deal with them a little while ago, but Jack in the Box menu is Humongous.
0: Yeah, they have so many things. I remember going to Jack in the Box for the first time and being incredibly overwhelmed by how many options. And the best way, in my opinion, to describe Jack in the Box is almost like because it's it's a it's it's a it's on a grill, right? It's on a flame, isn't a flame flame grill? Yeah. is so it's like a flame flame, broiler. Go, flame broiled McDonald's almost because the recipes tend to be similar there's some some uh, uh, burger constructions that are very similar ingredients that are similar but the flame is what ma- really makes it stand out uh, yeah. and I remember going there and being completely overwhelmed by how many items there are but I think the thing that I like the most about this uh partnership with the dash is i'm just really curious to see how delivery fast food is going to turn out
1: that's that's what i was getting at like first of all fortunately for me i have a jack in the box like 20 feet away from my house so i might go get a buttery jack after this but that's besides the Ooh. point Ooh. you're right about you're right about that dave you're right about the fact that There's something about waiting on fast food that, that like demonizes it a bit. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, do you really want your French fries in a bag, traveling from one end of the city to the other? Because by the time it it, gets you, it's probably not going to be good anymore, right? But I think that people do that already.
0: You know, how many people go and get fast food and bring it home, or how many people like grab something on the way home from work? I mean, I feel like it happens all the time, especially if, let's say, there's a, fast food, a specific fast food restaurant near somebody's work and then they want to bring it home. Um, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna let it sit and fester inside that disgusting brown paper bag. And that's the nature of fast food. Um, what I'm curious to see is, like, if that's people's threshold or that's people's limit, people are willing to get scummy up to a certain point. How much scummier is this delivery service going to be? Because you know there is no way that that DoorDash driver is leaving a jack-in-the-box location with only one meal for delivery. You know they're stocking up. Yeah. Ten, for sure. Maybe five to ten at the I very mean, it, least. To make it worth it, right? They have to. So I see how long past that scumbag threshold that most people are willing to tolerate – is this quality going to drop?
1: I'm curious. How far past? There's a a fine line. Like come on,
0: There's <laughs> no, a, there no, is, though, no, like, I, no! I disagree. It's not a fine line. I actually think with with when it comes to fast food, I think people's t- uh, tolerance is definitely the furthest thing from a fine line. I think people are willing to put up with a lot more. They're like, oh, if this burger is cold when I get home, I'm throwing it in the garbage. And they get home and they pop it. Up, I'm like, hey, not only is it cold, but it is completely like shimmering from the grease having soaked through everything. Like the bun is disintegrating. The lettuce on there, I got to pull it out because it's not even lettuce anymore. It's more just like it's like a, like a, like it's water. It's like jello. It's almost like unsolidified jello now. <laughs> jello. And people are willing to put up with that, and they're still like, but I'm hungry and I gotta eat and I'm not just gonna throw this money in the garbage. So I would argue that the threshold or that that line is not as thin as you or fine as you think it is.
1: no, you you're you're probably right about that. You're probably <laughs> right about that. I just don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what to think. Like, what is there a limited? I don't. There's not even a limited order. I'm on the DoorDash website right now, and it's full. Jack, it's and everything.
0: The it's the full menu. What so
1: if, and Jack and the they have like milkshakes and such. So what if you got a milkshake yeah. and a burger, and like it takes a while because it's LA traffic, right? and you get there, and it's no more milkshake. It's just like yeah, steeped milk.
0: <laughs> yeah, and right? Yeah. No, everything you just said. First of all, I didn't even know that you can get tacos at Jack in the Box. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I had no idea. that That's they what I'm that saying.
1: Now. That's, that's why the menu is so friggin' large. I like can get literally, you can go to a Jack in the Box at five in the morning and have like every meal plus a snack all the way up until three in the morning munchies.
0: So you can, you can pre-order, you could set up your delivery for later, and you'll receive the delivery in under an hour is their guarantee here. <sighs> under an hour. You know, when I think about it, if I go to Wendy's, and I do go to Wendy's quite often. In fact, I've already had it once this week. Love Wendy's. You know that. Uh, it takes me about 15 minutes to get home. Which
1: is a, Probably which another- is a suitable amount of time, by the way.
0: Probably another five before I'm in my apartment. Maybe another five after that before I'm sitting down and I'm eating. So let's assume that it's about 25 minutes to be safe. Maybe even a half an hour to be really conservative. Okay. If they're promising under an hour, then that's
1: got to be a really similar... That's got to be a similar experience. I don't think you want anything more than an hour when it comes to fast food. That's like the... That's like- That's one of the cutoffs. You're, yeah, it's like the, the threshold, right?
0: I, th- I think that that's one of the cutoffs. It's like an hour and you're getting into such scumbag territory that like, you really need to take a long look in, in the mirror after you eat that and th- and wonder, what, what brought you to this point? What made you think that this was acceptable yeah. behavior?
1: There's no point in taking a long look in the mirror before you eat that. So no. consume, then- Then think about take, it. Then review your life think about reassess the situation i Get just free think
0: deliveries what is this they have now a referral program too what in the hell so i'm looking here in california do they have any near you because i want you to oh, try yeah, this I did, service i did this already I, i'm i'll do it right now are Long you within are you within look uh distance uh, delivery distance of what of a jack-in-the-box that will deliver to your house <clears throat> There's one twenty feet away from me. No, but will they deliver? Because
1: it's not every location. It says right now I just did my, put my zip code. I did. I, it, put it in 39 to 49 minutes. <sighs> what if I just want curly fries? Try it. No, and dude, get a burger chicken too. Chicken even strips. if
0: even if you don't, even if you don't have the burger. Like have order a burger just so you know. Or what was it? What did you say? A buttery
1: jack? What is that even? Here's, oh, it's it's uh it's it's uh Sometimes a burger comes along that makes other burgers whimper and fear. This is that <laughs> burger. That's because how they the describe it? Because the signature beef patty is topped with melted <laughs> garlic, what? butter, Man, hickory crazy. smoked bacon, Swiss cheese, and creamy bacon mayo. And Dude, that's crazy. it's all on a gourmet signature bun. So don't apologize i it would be weirder if you weren't drooling right now. That sounds great. Great marketing. (laughs) That's great. They did
0: it. Good for you, Jack. Can you order one, please? And let's see how long it takes and what it's like when it
1: arrives. Yeah, hold on. Add item. Why isn't it adding? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Bring the pain. And I also want curly fries and chicken strips. (laughs) <laughs> Why it, oh, no, you're going to drag, in.
0: Drag, you're drag, like, no. we're just gonna test we're just gonna see what it's like to order a burger delivery from jack in the box now josh is like but oh. like while i'm at it i really want the chicken strips i also kind of <laughs> want the curly fries because we've been talking about curly fries so
1: much now <laughs> i feel like maybe i have to like log in or oh sign in i gotta like sign in oh
0: you gotta make a you gotta make a burger profile
1: okay, it's I'm like my it domino's quick.
0: pizza profile they know every time i log into domino's they're like hey dave would you like that hand-tossed deep-dish Hawaiian pizza again, and I'm like, yeah, Domino's, you know. You know I like pineapple on my pizza. You know I want that delivery in 30 minutes or
1: less. Fast food. (laughs) Where is it? Jack in the box, 46 minutes, free delivery.
0: Wow, free delivery, too. I thought that there would be a charge for sure. Wow. But it's not. Oh, my gosh. And it's It's not not even 3 a.m.
1: I'm trying to add the item, and it's not adding the item. It might be in beta. I don't know, buddy. I don't know about DoorDash here. I'm checking out DoorDash right now. I wasn't going down. I'm stupid. Okay, here we go. Sandwich add-ons. Select up to three. Bacon, four half slices. Cheese, one slice. Jalapenos. What do I do? Do I add more bacon? Yeah. You could customize? Oh, yeah. People also added onion rings or a bottled water or orange cranberry muffins.
0: Okay, okay, now that like that's no, that's bad. Like, what? What are you doing? Who? Who are you that you're ordering orange cranberry muffins to your house? No, I didn't do that.
1: Okay, here. No, uh, not you. I'm just saying. Friends. general. people also add oh, two tacos, crispy chicken strips. Yep. <laughs> okay. Set here. At Twenty bucks, give or take. Check out. Oh my god, this it, is crazy. It asks you for gratuity. It'll take one hour.
0: Really impressive. By the way, if you go to more, this is more important, I think. I actually think that this is really what you want to be doing with your life, Josh. If you go to doordash.com and just put your address in, it'll give you all the restaurants that these guys will dash to your door. Dave, do you think I haven't done that already? Like Chick-fil-A? No. Yeah. Actually? Well, I don't know your address, but I just punched in one that's pretty close. Get yourself a Jersey Mike sub. Jersey Mike's is whatever, but Chick Fil A, on the other hand, now you're talking. I want it. I want it Dude, right you now. You can get in. You could totally get in.
1: Where do I get that? It's
0: fast food. Okay, <laughs> now we're just chicken. listening. Now Where's we got chicken. <laughs> I'm now we're getting lost. Now we're getting okay. lost. Anyways, DoorDash.
1: Holler at your boy. I'm down with you. I'm gonna try you out tonight. Dave, I'll let you know how that turns out. But uh, yeah, Jack in the Box, food delivery, fast food delivery. What do you guys think about fast food delivery? Whatever you think, if you're listening to this, let us know. Tweet Dave and I at David Huff at the Josh Elkin, or if you're watching this on YouTube or Twitch, leave a comment below. Let us know what you think about fast food delivery. Let's, uh, let's move I, I on to like, the next topic.
0: I, I feel like yes. I'm just throwing agree, it out yes. there. I feel like yes. I agree. And following up on our point from last week that we discussed, this is just furthering people not having to leave their homes, and yeah. I've always been about that. So, count me in, right? Count me in. I'm still trying to find Chick Fil A, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, you should. You totally should. All right. Next topic
1: on uh, this here Dock list: it. butter in the fridge. Butter in the fridge, but which 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 ultimately brings us to you know condiments in the fridge. What do you well, wait, refrigerate? Is, is butter a condiment? Cookie? Is butter a condiment? It can be. I mean, what it constitutes a of, condiment? It's a great question.
0: I'm I'm, I'm just researching right now the definition of condiment. I like that we're both. It's a
1: substance such as salt. Salt. What? Salt is a condiment. Flavor. I think it's just something to add flavor to food. That's what. A well, then is. in
0: that case, then yeah, butter is totally a condiment.
1: Butter is a condiment. It's also uh, a, a application because you know our our as we always talk about our buddy Greg, who you can call Greg, puts butter in his mustache, which is a whole other topic of conversation. But this one particularly uh, touches on the point of whether or not it is okay to leave butter out or to refrigerate it. This is a, a topic that is taking over the internet. People are losing their minds over whether or not to keep butter out or in. What, what, where, where do you fall on that spectrum, Dave? Well,
0: before I get into that, I think it's really important to note that the internet loves to lose its mind all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah.
0: one of their favorite things to do. Um, here's the thing. I just went to the long list of condiments on Wikipedia, and butter is not included, which is kind of crazy. But... <sighs> I don't so here's the thing I do I have some butter in the fridge and I have some butter out of the fridge. Am I stupid? I think maybe I'm stupid or is that just the smartest thing you've done all day? <laughs> and I didn't even do it today <laughs> um, I think the problem is that uh trying to spread hard butter on toast is whack because it, it destroys your bad. toast
1: yeah but so what would you use hard butter for?
0: Maybe that's the important question. What, yeah. what you, would you use hard butter I mean, for?
1: I know I know a few things, personally. You make pie crust with soft, cold, I mean, with hard, cold butter. So cooking. So it's, it's mostly
0: cooking, baking, and anything yeah. where you're, you're, you're using it as an ingredient in a recipe. Whatever that recipe may be, sometimes, sometimes. the recipe calls for cold butter.
1: And sometimes melted butter, like making hollandaise sauce, calls for, melted, for melted butter. butter.
0: But yeah. it, but if you were to <laughs> melt the butter, then you'd have to. Then room temperature isn't even good enough, right? I so think it doesn't matter it, if you're melting if you're melting butter. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter. if if it's cold or room temperature, because yeah. either way, it has to end up in a different state altogether. Precisely. The only time, so here's the question: the only time that butter is best served at room temperature is when it's used as a condiment. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great call. So, okay, okay. So then let's go to condiments. How do you feel about condiments, that uh, warm condiments, room temperature condiments?
1: I mean, I think we've had this debate in our friendship past, but I don't put my ketchup in the fridge. I hate cold ketchup. I don't understand why people would put a cold condiment on their hot food. It, it, do you, it blows do you like my barbecue
0: mind. sauce outside of the yeah. fridge? Yeah, I do. It barbecue doesn't go sauce,
1: bad. Mustard. It doesn't go bad. No. Salsa. Do- salsa, I keep in the fridge. In the in the. In the uh... Yeah, but salsa, like I'm not eating my, I'm not heating up my tortilla chips.
0: Right? Yeah, you are when you make nachos.
1: Right, but I'm also putting salsa on the chips when I heat them up.
0: See, so, I, I don't put the salsa on before it goes into the oven because I find it sogs out the chips.
1: But, I like those soggy ones, though. You
0: would, you sicko. Like eating with a spoon? Oh, God, <laughs> stop it. But I'll tell you, I really like taking nachos without, uh, like, just like the, the cheese and, uh, and the chip and some, some jallies, maybe some red onion on there, a little bit of cilantro if you're a sicko. I am not, so I don't. Um, and then dipping it into cold salsa, down. What about sour cream? When you're having nachos, you like warm sour cream. You can't. It would rot. No, it would no go I don't bad. like. I don't like you warm have, sour cream. You have cream. to. So I, I just I don't think condiment, warm condiment is a blanket. I think it's a blanket that you could drape over your food. <laughs> I think it's it's very situational, because I do like cold ketchup. I don't you know do. why. That's so it's when I get it's when I get the hot like a burning hot. Well, you also really enjoy hot food. Heat. More than anybody your tolerance and threshold for heat is off the charts more than anybody
1: I know. I, just, I like um, it. It's not like I'm doing it to impress anybody. That's just my jam,
0: my you know? I don't think anybody thinks you're doing it to impress unless – until you reach into boiling hot water and, like, pull out a noodle with your hand and you're just like, oh, <laughs> it's ready. Was I not supposed <laughs> to do that? And then you're like, go ahead and grab – I saw – I was watching um, – uh, another uh, spoiler. I, I was editing a video for Josh. Uh, he did a, an episode of Someone's in My Kitchen with I Justine. And at one point you're like, just go ahead and, and grab that thing for me right out of the pad there. It's just like, ow, my hands are burning <laughs> you tell me to do that? And you're like really? That's hot?
1: And then you go and reach for it and you just like scoop it out and you're like no big deal. (laughs) That's just like the years of chefing with your fingers and losing all senses in your in your digits. Like, like
0: I'm not trying to do it to impress anybody though, but like after years of chefing chefing, my fingers have been completely forged into after, iron.
1: After being an incredible internet chef for all for years and years been and been years.
0: I have been conditioned. <laughs> um, but so for me, like a, a hot a scalding hot French fry. And the contrast of an icy cold – well, not icy cold, but a refrigerated cold ketchup. I don't know why. It just crosses the right wires in my brain to make happiness.
1: You uh, definitely have a point there. I mean, I get what you're saying. You like a warm I get, guacamole? I don't like warm avoca- avocado, period. Right? See?
0: And I'm that's that. and that's a uh, – uh, wait, is, is an avocado a fruit or a vegetable? Fruit, actually. Because it's got a seed in it. I don't
1: know if that is constitutes it? As a fruit, but I know it's a fruit.
0: Wikipedia doesn't even say what it is. It just says it's a food. <laughs> Hang on.
1: You might it's, be inclined to call it a vegetable. Thanks. It's, to a, the tree. it's every... a tree. It's it actually a tree. Even more fruit. specifically, Dave, it's a single-seeded berry.
0: It's a fruit. It's a How berry?
1: A guacamole? Berry. An avocado is a berry?
0: That's cool. All right. Well, you learn something every day. Now, here is a berry <laughs> that's meant to be warm, yet you like cold guacamole.
1: Yeah, I know, and I. Beyond that, I despise warm avocado. Like, if I like, uh, lately I've been making uh, eggs and having with a side of avocado with like olive oil and a whole bunch of seasoning on on top Look of at it. You,
0: fancy pants, Are you Rachel, really Ray, delicious. teach you that recipe or what? <laughs> something
1: like that, and. uh if my warm eggs are like laying on the avocado, it like kind of ruins it for me. Wow, it's weird. It's a weird thing. It's a weird isn't juxtaposition that, of isn't contrast. Isn't that? that I, it's crazy. So I, yeah,
0: people are stupid, right? We're all stupid. I'm the stupidest. <laughs> no, not you're not, it's not. that you're the stupidest. It's just that we don't really make any sense. No, of course not. Like Why there's, this? Nothing, not there's that. no. The, so I guess that's the, that is the debate. That's or that's the solution to the debate is that it doesn't matter whether or not you believe your butter should be in the fridge. Just the same way it
1: doesn't matter whether you believe that your ketchup should be in the fridge or not. It's true. It's true. I remember when we used to live together, though, you used to give me shit about leaving my the butter out. Well,
0: but here's the thing, like— we were just well, like when we were living together we were like kind of in a, it was a bit of a gross kitchen at one point. I don't know if you remember the kitchen I'm talking about. It was like a bit of a gross kitchen and we always left the patio door open. There's was always just like flies on the butter. And I just had a problem <laughs> scooping any of that and putting it on toast or even putting it in a pan for my eggs. I didn't want dirty old fly
1: butter. Fair know? enough. Fair enough. I get it. I guess the temperature of that didn't make, didn't make it, didn't mean any difference. The point is of this topic is you do what your it's heart okay. to you. do. It's okay to leave your condiments and your butter out. It's Don't fine. Don't let me tell you otherwise.
0: Unless your condiment specifically says, refrigerate after opening. In which like case, sausage. you better put it in the fridge, you're going to be in trouble. Yes. You're really going like, to find yourself in a bad way. I feel like
1: making a nacho pile later.
0: I really want nachos as well. And I'm sure, now that we've been talking about it, I'm sure... That Bert and I are going to be making guacamole at some point tonight. So, jelly? That brings us to our next topic. Speaking of jelly, I don't know why. Jelly has nothing to do with it. No.
1: Oreos went and played a really nasty prank on all of us. Which everyone kind of, like, wants now. So, I guarantee you, in the the next little while, they're going to actually do this. But I wonder if they're going to take a page from Richard and Mortimer. It's very possible. I mean, it worked, right? It worked. So for April Fool, for April Fools, Oreo trolled the internet oh, by man. coming out with all <sighs> they got us. Oreos with just the cream.
0: They got us so good. And I Oreo don't know if you fans. see on this fake on this fake packaging, they wrote discs of cream filling. <laughs>
1: It's what it is, though. Oreo fans worldwide simultaneously sighed with relief and cried out with disappointment when it was revealed that the all stuff Oreos were simply a clever, not so clever, April a Fool's Day prank. It was another ruse! It was another ruse. The thing April is, April
0: Fool's Day is the one day where it's cool. It's okay for everybody to ruse one another. It drives try. me nuts, though. Can I just say, first of all, I really don't like April Fool's Day. You know, it's, and it's not that I'm a gullible, it's not that I'm a gullible person.
1: So what is it? You just don't like it, period? Yeah. It's like, what is this another fake holiday that everyone's got to pretend like they got jokes? And there's no
0: company that's even benefiting from it. There's just companies that are trying to exploit it. And usually they fail because they end up suggesting that they're doing things that aren't even real, with the exception of Rick and Morty. Clearly.
1: And 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 these all stuffed Oreos. This year has been the year of the Oreo, in my opinion. And we we've talked about this, you know, every it comes other and year goes. It seemed, Yeah, right. So it comes in waves. Now, them doing this, I can almost guarantee you that next year they come out with this for sure. Like limited time. I, I, they're gonna I'm do it for real. You. I think that they missed the boat on something. We were talking about this before, is that Imagine an an all stuffed Oreo, but on the inside, it, like it's a reverse Oreo instead. So it's like all the cream on the outside with cookie crunch on the inside. That'd be pretty cool, cool, right? I feel like it would be hard to
0: make. Actually, maybe not. They make the cookie and then they surround it in the disc and like seal the disc up. It's malleable enough.
1: I'm pretty sure that this is totally able to be done, just Probably. like the way they get the caramel in the caramel bar. Have you ever like,
0: had the be... uh, Have you ever had the Hershey's cookies and cream bites?
1: Well, like the little balls.
0: Yeah, it's like, a, yeah. or even almost, it's almost like a little puck of sorts.
1: Yeah, 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 sure, a little tab.
0: I feel like that's what you're talking about, except it's hard. It's 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 like candy coated on the outside, so it's like a little crunchier. Yeah, but I feel like that's exactly what you're talking about.
1: I mean, similar in concept, right? Cookies and cream, because that's what Oreos essentially are. But I want it to look like an Oreo, right? With I, mean, I want it the, to look the, like this.
0: I want it to look like this with a wafer inside or like a disc a inside. Thin, not a wafer. Yeah, a
1: little thin, little like Oreo crunch. You
0: yeah, that saying? would be cool. That would be awesome. I want, to, I want to take it one step further and be a super scumbag, and I would want to buy all stuff Oreos and just sandwich it in between a regular Oreo. Oh or even God. go further and take this and, and sandwich it in between one of your favorite cookies that doesn't have Oreo cream filling inside. Like, like a, a, like a Chips really Ahoy. Know, you really enjoy a nice Chips Ahoy? Drop one of these bad boys in it. I promise you, you'll like or, that Chips or, Ahoy way
1: better. Or or a samosa Girl Scout cookie with Oreo stuff, cream inside. Samosa, isn't that an Indian dish? Samoa, then. Whoops. Wrong Samoa.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, those are like little deep fried pockets of potato and vegetables. Yeah, and those they call it some well. Oreos. That would not there? go well with this. That would not go well. But like, how? About, hey, you were just—you were on that. You were going there. You were going down that path. What if you took this and you made s'mores with it?
1: That's probably how a pretty would, good
0: call. How sick would that be?
1: It's not marshmallow though, so it doesn't melt well. I don't. You know, even essentially like all this. Is, I guess that's is why I'm getting excited. Oil. I
0: don't. I don't really like marshmallows. I've never been a huge fan. So. I this. like.
1: I like the way s'mores look more than I like the way they taste. I don't think anyone actually likes s'mores. I really don't. <laughs> I think it's it's just like, just like a worldwide like
0: <laughs> It's a worldwide conspiracy that everybody's bought into for no apparent reason other than bandwagoning. Everybody's yeah. like, you know what? I agree. S'mores are amazing but not a single person sits back and thinks, wow I really love s'mores.
1: I've actually never seen anyone eat a s'more, ever. No one's ever <laughs> eaten a s'more in the history of <laughs> s'mores. Oh, that's so good. Here's the deal with this all-stuff Oreo. You guys want to make this at home, do a little DIY? <clears throat> Go get a tub of, of vegetable shortening and a bag of powdered sugar. Mix it all up together. Then take your spoon and eat the entire thing. That's the equivalent to this all-stuff Oreo situation. I agree.
0: <clears throat> just make it. Just make it. Just make it do on it. your own. Yeah. It Shame on you, Oreo, for, for goofing us. Shame on you for roosting us, and this is another. This is why I hate April Fools. I don't like to be lied to. I don't you like don't. to be tricked. Mm. I don't like the trickery. I find the trickery serves no good
1: purpose. Yeah, I actually had. I went into an Uber on April Fools, and the guy was like, "So, uh, anyone pull any tricks on you?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm not about that life." Nah, if <laughs> tri- and, he, and he loved that. And
0: then if then somebody like, tricks well, me, I really just cut Uber him driver. off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, okay, got- so where are we going? You and got I, moved. And, and wait, beyond that, we are on our way from the east side of L.A. to the west side, which is by the beach. And I we we're going in some random way that I've never gone. And I actually thought he was kidnapping me. <laughs> Surprise. I'm not an
0: Uber driver. You're <laughs> coming with me here. Can you please breathe into this rag? Deeply, deeply. Just go big or deep some. breaths. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Honestly, people at April Fool's, you can keep it. Yeah. You can totally keep it. And that Josh brings us to our dumb food item of the day slash week. Now this is food a cool one. Week. This is a cool one because Josh actually has this one. Actually have it. Wait. Let's preface No! Let's preface it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like showing Don't the box. Why? He's showing the box. This is slow down. Slow down. We gotta really get excited about this. Um you have these. And they're not as much a food item as as much as they are a food themed item. Correct?
1: Precisely. Precisely. Tell us
0: about. Tell us how you got. How, how this happened.
1: Last month, uh, <clears throat> Pizza yeah, everybody... Hut teamed up with uh, March Madness NCAA for the Final Four. Is that even did that even happen? Yet? I don't even know.
0: I think so. It... I think I think Gonzaga lost. Okay, thanks. I can't <laughs> believe you're sporting me. I honestly um,
1: don't know. I really don't know.
0: I could be okay. way off.
1: <laughs> so Pizza Hut teamed up with the NCAA to make a limited run of a shoe called the Pie Top. <laughs> Pizza Hut, so cool smart! Thing. It's a very cool thing. First of all, the shoe is really cool. Okay, this is the shoe. The, the, I I reached out to Pizza Hut and I was like, yo.
0: I Need these Got in my more? life.
1: Got any more? Is, shoes? Are these?
0: These are Nike high tops, aren't they?
1: No, they're a generic brand, actually. Not quite sure. It looks
0: very much like a Nike,
1: it looks like an Air Force One, but the uh, it doesn't say who's the manufacturer. It, there, there's no manufacturer. I thought maybe that it said it on these the tissue that it came onto, but it doesn't. The tissue says $7.99 for two topping large pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, for
0: the people that can't see this, that are listening, yeah. run us through these. Like Walk them through okay, what these so look like.
1: It looks like an Air Force one. It's a high-top, uh, old-school basketball shoe with a strap. Uh, and the cool thing about these shoes, be, uh, other than the fact they're that red they're and white. branded Pizza Hut. They're red and, and white,
0: and they've got little Pizza Hut logos on them.
1: Is that in the tongue of the shoe, it has a Pizza Hut logo that you could press, and it will... Tag your geolocation and order you a pizza. How ridiculously awesome is that, by the way. So it, it is amazing.
0: I really do I think it's absolutely hilarious. I think it's really cool. Um I think it's so stupid. Because you it's already very- have you already have that capability in your pocket on your cell phone. All you gotta do is yeah. reach into your pocket, pull out your phone, and you could tap your thumbs and pizza will arrive to your location. In this case, they want you to reach down to your ankles and they want you to pu- uh, press the tongue on your shoe, and then pizza will arrive. So it's actually a little bit more physically straining to order pizza this way, but it is really cool because they are literal. Well, maybe not literal, but they're, very, they're the closest thing to being full-on pizza shoes.
1: Yeah, and here, here's the cool thing I like about it. Other than the fact that I have branded P- Pizza Hut branded <laughs> shoes, which, by oh, the yeah, way, love- look pretty hype. <laughs>
0: You should have just said, "Like here's the thing about them that I really like, other than the fact that I just I have them,
1: <laughs> <laughs> other than they're mine now, they're mine." Pizza Hut really like went all like above and beyond with the branding. There's a Pizza Hut logo on the tongue. There's a Pizza Hut logo uh, on the on, on the, the lace shoelace. There's a Pizza like Hut logo on the strap on the back. They're red and they're white. They actually look really cool. Like I would fully wear these. They're really but, nice shoes. Yeah, beyond all of that, Dave, is that they actually work. It's not just some. It's not like the hoverboard from Back to the Future that never actually worked.
0: Never was real.
1: They. they, It comes with an instruction. It says, "Hello, fellow pizza fan. At Pizza Hut, we're always innovating, creating the best delivery deals and the easiest way to order. Which led us to this: a shoe that can order pizza straight to wherever you are at the touch of a button. So, if you press that button, are you getting pizza right now? I mean, I haven't set it up. So it then proceeds to tell you how to set it up. They even it even came with a hide uh, NCAA that number, hide visa that number, hide that number. The Visa card. <laughs> I haven't activated it yet, which you then call <laughs> and you activate. And I think that's that's the takeaway with this with this dumb food item of the day, which is actually really smart, is that it actually works. So, you know, if you were in a random location you know, like a field, let's just say Coachella, for example, and you press the tongue of this, someone's coming to give you a pizza.
0: I really like that. Like last week we were talking about the Costco delivery. Like next time you go to a, to a wedding or something, you should just order a hot dog. But I also really like, like if you're there, so you go to whatever this event is, this is your move now, Josh, by the way, next time you go to like a big event, you wear those shoes first you order a hot dog and people are going to be like, what? What? I don't understand. Why'd you do this? You're like, ah, I just wasn't really feeling the food. Do you want a hot dog? I'll get you one too. And then, like everybody's minds will be blown. Then you wait like half an hour, 45 minutes. And you're like, sorry, I'm still hungry. You guys still hungry? You reach down and you touch your shoes. And then people are be like, what are you doing? Don't even worry about it. Don't honestly, don't even think anything of it. In like a half an hour, a pizza shows up. You That'd are a God. So awesome. You yeah. are a God. You're the man. <laughs> if, you've, if you've had hot dogs and pizza arrive to the same event from two different devices, you're cool. You're like your delivery man. You are the, the delivery
1: man. Yeah, and I win. Big
0: and time. then you take it one step further. You get Jack in the Box delivery.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: You're becoming. You're very quickly
1: becoming a delivery superhero. That's such a sick superhero, S- delivery man. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do deliveries. He doesn't do any No, he doesn't deliver you
0: anything. He doesn't deliver you anything. He's the guy that has the things delivered to him, no matter where he goes.
1: Oh, man, those
0: shoes are perfectly stupid.
1: Yeah, they're really cool. They're really cool. I mean, really well done, Pizza Hut. Uh, Thanks for uh, sending me these. And all I did was direct message him on Twitter and be like, yo, hit me up. And they're like, okay, cool. Got you. I know you don't really make vlogs
0: as often anymore. But the next one that you do, you have to vlog yourself going to some place really outrageous and ordering a pizza with your shoes.
1: I feel like I would need to do that ASAP, Rocky.
0: Because it's cool. You think they're gonna like discontinue? Not discontinue. You think like after the promotion or whatever the limited edition run of this, whenever it's done, that they're gonna be like, "Hey, that pizza button doesn't order pizza anymore."
1: I feel like you can act. You'll probably be able to activate it once, and that's it.
0: Just use, but like no, no, no. I mean, like how? So how long afterwards can you press the tongue on those shoes and they'll keep delivering you that pizza order?
1: I think only until however much money's on it. To be honest, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna,
0: like what? Well, no, you must be able to refill it with funds. Here's the question: You got to do it. You got to vlog it. Yeah. And the question is: Wait ten years, and will you still be able to order pizza? I'm
1: curious. I'm curious how long. Well, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm hoping in ten years I could eBay these, like the Szechuan sauce from McDonald's, (laughs) and make twenty Gs, you know, hundred thousand (laughs) dollars.
0: Pizza shoes only worn once. Pizza, pizza was (laughs) only ordered once. I also, I kind of like the idea of like you want to order pizza, but you don't like you don't feel like going to your phone or your computer. You just like reach over to your shoes and like you're lying on the couch at home, and you like get up and you go to the front door and you go to your shoe rack and you just order some pizza from that.
1: Oh, that'd be so awesome!
0: Oh man, you know what this makes me want? It makes me want other creative ways to order food. I wish companies like it's cool that Jack in the Box made this app, and like you can now go on and order food through the uh, yeah. through the app or through the web service. I think that's great, but like I don't know, give me a Jack in the Box watch, or like a, I don't know, like a like a like a like a Domino's toothbrush. <laughs> that has a little pizza button on it.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of really cool, clever ways want, to order food.
0: I want more pizza buttons. I want more funny pizza. Pe- like, you know how Amazon has these little reorder buttons that you could scatter yep. about your house mm-hmm. and you just press the button and it orders yep. the thing you want? I want more of those in creative ways, fun creative ways. That'd be awesome. Great, great, yeah. great idea. Next time. Cool. Well, that brings us to an end of this week's episode of The Menu Podcast. Josh, I had a great time with you this week. As always, Dave. For those of you that uh, were here watching this live uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash liquor sauce, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to see the video replay of this episode, go to youtube.com slash the Josh Elkin. And as always, you could download this here podcast uh, at soundcloud.com slash the menu podcast. And recently, I've made it available that you can actually download these and take them with you. So That's if you want to put it on your, if you want to put it on your iPod, or um, you know, uh, I know one one of my friends has a, a Zune MP3 player. Go ahead and slap that on your Zune, or I was saying yesterday, you even upload it to like your Sony Walkman Mini Disc player. You know, mm-hmm. and you can listen to this MP3 format.
1: So feel free. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for tuning in, guys. Let's, uh, let's keep it going. Every week, Dave and I, newsworthy food, foodworthy news. So come and hang this, out.
0: This is episode 11. We've done 11 already. And I have no interest in slowing down. You, Josh?
1: Heck no, Dave. There's always going to no. be newsworthy food and foodworthy news. And we're going to be here to give it to you.
0: We're going to cover it. We're going to offer One you total coverage. At a time. Total coverage. You know it. Thank you all for listening and watching. And we will see you next week.